in a world where two dorks fall in love and then start a podcast 10, 12 years later. I can never get that time right. <laughs> no, you can't. How long have we been together? Be 13 years in September. Yes. This is Ryan. This is Ashley. And this is Ruining Our Childhood. A weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bifocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past. That is what this podcast is about. And if you're just joining us, hi, Welcome. Ashley, me, Ryan, Miyamo. <laughs> you were supposed to say Miyamo, Ryan. Okay. No, no. And today is a special super duper episode because we are celebrating our 20th episode. Don't don't sing anything too familiar. Yeah, I was going to say that. We're going to be like, uh, luckily this guy's tone deaf. We don't have to worry about saying he stole our music. Oh, you're not tone deaf. Yes, he is. So, yes, we're going to do, instead of doing a movie today, we're going to be answering some questions that have been sent to us by friends of the podcast. Yes. And some random questions that we decided to answer for you because, huh. yeah. You should know your podcast hosts. I think so. And, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say there. Because I would say over the last 19 episodes, everybody who's listened feels like we're their friend now. And now they can actually know a little bit more about us other than sometimes we used to like really crappy movies. Yes. So. But not all of the movies we love are crappy. No. Just some of them. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> we have no structure for this. It's very weird. Yeah. We're very structured in... I would say we're very structured in our normal podcast. Mm -hmm. We do get off a, a, off a little topic sometimes. I don't even know how to speak words. <laughs> we do. We we always have a outline that we follow because we we didn't want to be that podcast that every week it feels they're jumping around. There's yeah. no structure, or they never and they never get to a point really. Yeah. So I, I hope that's something people don't feel about our podcast. But let us know if. Yeah. If you feel like we suck, I want to know. Yeah, we we can take uh, constructive criticism. Yes. I I also don't feel like you've truly made it as a podcaster or any sort of creative outlet until somebody tells you they hate you. Yeah. So. We have not reached that point yet. Yeah. We're still, people still like us or they're just yeah. super duper polite. That could be. Maybe yeah. it's a lot of Canadians listening. So. Let's get this Should, ball rolling. Yeah. Right. So if you don't know us, and this is the first episode you're listening to, we started this podcast to rewatch our movies that we loved mm -hmm. and see if they hold up. Because yeah. a lot, the world has changed a lot since we were kids. Yes. And also our standards as adults have changed. Definitely. Things that we thought were funny when we were 12 may not be funny now. No. I would definitely say anything that I thought was funny when I was 12, there's a good chance I I don't like it now. <laughs> I, I mean, I some think stuff we've, is timeless. Yeah, I mean, like, we've proven just with this podcast that there's some movies that are funny no matter what. Yeah. Then there's ones that I can't believe I even like them because they're not great. Yeah, there are some that are literal crap. 
But we won't tell you which ones because yeah. we want you to listen. Yeah, go back. We got 19 episodes. Yeah. There's like 19 hours of podcast to go listen to. Probably a little more than that. Or actually about the same because I feel like the first couple episodes we had were kind of short. Mm-hmm. We, we tried to stay really on topic. And now that we've gotten a little bit more comfortable with talking, yeah, I think they've they've grown longer yes they have sorry sometimes sometimes we're a little long-winded yes so let's uh start off with a question from a friend of the podcast sue sue will you be doing any episodes on any jim carrey movies Mm. well i would say maybe you should keep your uh excitement for the next episode really yeah (laughs) Because our next episode is going to be Batman Forever. I totally forgot. I know early discussions of our podcast, we did talk about maybe watching Ace Ventura, Mm because I know that's one of your favorite movies as a kid, And but I think we've been putting it off, because I think you're a little scared. I'm a little scared about that (laughs) one, and the other one that I would love to rewatch, because I haven't seen it in years, would be Dumb and Dumber. You know which one I would love to rewatch because I really, really loved it as a kid was Liar Liar. That's another good one. Yeah. I I would say until about 2004, 2005, I would say I saw every one of his movies in theaters. Yeah. I was, I'm was. i still a big fan of his. I would like to watch his Showtime show. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to see that. But uh, as a kid, I, you know, my friends actually called me Ace and... To this day, I have a buddy of mine who still calls me Ace, and I'm in his phone as Ace. Yeah. So is, I, is it Ace? It is Ace. Uh, <laughs> so I I really enjoy his movies. I don't think he acts nearly as much as I wish he would. Probably doesn't have to. No, you know? no, he doesn't need. Money. I think once you become a certain level of star, yeah, you're just like, Meh, I don't really have to work. You don't have to work as hard. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's plenty of actors out there that are like, no, you have to always keep making moves. Otherwise, you may end up being not on top anymore. Yeah. Which I guess it happens. We're, you know, the world is a fickle place. We go through waves as a society. I mean, people that were popular in the 80s and 90s, a lot of those people are not popular. I'm going to open this beer real quick. All right. I'm going to do it right next to the microphone. There you go. Hashtag Michelob Ultra time. We really like other beers, but... Fun fact about us, we are keto. Yeah, we're living so. that low-carb life. So, this is what we Hashtag get a drink. low-carb life. Also, <laughs> fucking... Ow, I just hit my tooth. <laughs> oh, first beer of the day. Uh, you nerd. Yep. Oh, so, let's move on to our next question. Okay. So, we answer that. Yes. We... We will be doing Jim Carrey films. Definitely. Absolutely. And we kind of already have because we have recorded the next episode already mm-hmm. so the next question is from jason mm-hmm. who i think we've mentioned before in this podcast good friend of the podcast jason yes what's your all-time favorite movie and i hate this question jason i hate this question Ooh. because i just i can't just pick one movie man mm-hmm. i need to pick by genre and i think that's what makes me a nerd but i will still trying to answer it i think for me, my all-time favorite, if I had to go to a desert island with one movie and I could only watch that one movie the rest of my life, uh-huh. I think it's Aladdin. The uh-huh. original animated feature, I think it's Aladdin. Okay. How about you? 
I'm going to have to go with Back to the Future. Okay. It's, it's not really a hard question. I'm just giving you crap, Jason. Mm-hmm. I I know it's Back to the Future, and I, I, I don't even have to explain it because everybody loves Back to the Future, right? I would think so. I love time travel movies, and yes. I've always wanted to time travel. I think that's one of those movie elements that you're when you watch it, you go, I really wish I could do that. Yes. I've always had a fascination with history, and I think being able to relive history or mm-hmm. even be in that moment, I think is really fascinating, and that's what got me interested in the movie the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I watched it on TV, because when it came out, I was zero years old i was, I was negative say, two yeah I, I was one so rupert yeah rupert's jealous right now he is barking up a official storm. dog of the podcast jealous he, that we're because nobody submitted any questions for him yeah so, rude it's a shame and if you're wondering like i didn't know we were supposed to submit questions you should have listened to the last couple episodes we did ask everybody to submit questions mm-hmm. we did get quite a few but you know, we could have gotten more. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Step it up, people. What, what, what are you doing with your life? And maybe we'll do another Q&A episode down the road. So maybe we won't oh. even get to all the ones that we <laughs> oh, have today. we will. No, just kidding. I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Maybe this will just be a train wreck and we won't even air this episode because <laughs> it's just two crazy people talking a lot. So Aladdin, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I could sit here for another half an hour, I could probably pick a movie from each genre. Oh, yeah. Because that's how I sort everything in my life. No, I agree. Should we move on to the next question? Yes, we shall. Brian. Good friend of the podcast, Brian. Asked, who's the best director of our generation? Ooh. This one's hard. It's hard, but if I'm picking a director, I would go with Quentin Tarantino. And the reason I would go with Quentin Tarantino is because he has a very unique style. Whereas I think there's other directors that are just as good as him. Whether it be Steven Spielberg or who else, or Guy Ritchie makes good movies. But I would say his movies, when I go to a movie and I see a trailer, mm-hmm. and it'll be advertising, you know, Quentin Tarantino's next movie, I'm more likely to go, I would like to go see that Tarantino movie. He doesn't make a ton of movies yeah. in the sense where it's like oversaturated. No. And you're right. And he also, I mean, it helps that he does write them too, mm-hmm. because I think that helps create. A unique style mm-hmm. where there's directors that don't, they're just directing. And I'm sure I've never really paid attention to directing styles. That's never been exactly the reason why I like movies. I pay attention more to the writing because mm-hmm. I consider myself a writer and more to the acting and the character development. And I know directors have a lot of say in that stuff, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, but I've never really paid attention to it. The only other one that I would go with where I think of their style and I say there's a uniqueness to the way the movie's shot and, you know, the setups to everything would be Aaron Sorkin. And it's, I know people knock him as for that style where it's the people are walking and talking. Yeah, walking and talking, walking and talking. But at the same time, that's his style. Yeah. You can associate literally that shot with him. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's, that's something, I guess... If I'm thinking about it more, like Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. is another, I think, is probably one of my favorites of our generation. I mean, all the movies he's made in the last decade. It's been really good. Yeah. And we kind of talked about this because we watched Romeo and Juliet, but Baz Luhrmann, I've always loved Baz Luhrmann's style. Yeah. It's unique. It's, it's unique colorful, to him. It's 
yeah, you can, it's specific. Mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge has always been one of my favorite movies. Definitely not one that we would do for this podcast because I've seen it so many times that I don't think I could give it a fair criticism. Mm-hmm. And that's something I did want to address because I do, people do suggest movies all the time for us. Mm-hmm. And there's just certain movies I would not rewatch. Yeah. Because we either watch them on a yearly basis. Harry Potter. Harry, Harry Potter, Goonies. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future, Sandlot is one of them. I probably haven't seen in a couple years, but I've seen it enough to know that to me it holds up. Yeah. It's one of those things we could probably rewatch it with like a critical eye, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) there's ones that I feel like are a little sacred or I I don't even know if I'd want to do that, you know? Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for me. Yeah. Let's move on to our next question from... Listener in front of the pod, Alicia, mm-hmm. asked, what's your favorite snack or drink or toy of your childhood that today's kids don't know about? Ooh. Okay. That's a... Hmm. I would say it's hard because a lot of the toys that I played with as kids have come back around. That's true. They make Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Um, I'm a big pro wrestling guy. They mm-hmm. still make WWF figures and they've even uh, released a retro line where it's literally the same exact figures that I played with. Right. But one of the toys that I loved as a kid that it actually was in a movie was the talk boy from Home yes. Alone 2. I never had that. I had that. I played with it all the time. I, they maybe have re-released it over the years, but I don't know that an average kid would know what it is if you handed it to them. That's true. I have a similar toy in mind, too, actually, that kind of go along the lines. Mm-hmm. I had a Dear Diary, and if you don't remember that, it was basically, I don't even know, like a tiny little laptop or a uh-huh. pocket translator slash calculator. Mm-hmm. I think, essentially, it was made so you could type in your di- entries, but mm-hmm. it was really hard to do that. Mm-hmm. I literally would just play music on it, because oh. I had the Dear Diary Deluxe, Ooh. and it you could literally play music on it mm-hmm. <laughs> you just like, yeah like ashley's I, over here doing the one finger type motion that's it was so small yeah. that's all you could do mm-hmm. and i remember you could send messages to your friends if they had it it mm-hmm. was basically the earliest form of text messaging that i knew about mm. i want to say my school bus had one mm-hmm. and you could send messages to them oh, that's back and forth really cool then yeah and then the other one I, I immediately thought of when I read this question was Dream Phone. Oh, okay. My favorite board game mm-hmm. as a kid. I recently uh, went and visited my family and a couple of my friends from high school. And me and my friend Cassie were talking about Dream Phone because we played it probably a little too late. You in were our playing age. it in high school? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember my brother and his best friend coming home and we were so embarrassed that we were playing it. We just like tossed it to the side like of the <laughs> dining table, here. like in the corner and like hit it. I, I I don't know if there was a towel or something, but we hit it and we we're just like, do 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 like <laughs> pretending like we weren't just playing dream phone. But mm-hmm. that was my favorite because it, it was like a little bit of mystery. Mm-hmm. You had to try to solve and use your power of deduction to, figure out who your crush was mm-hmm. and then there was a cool phone and you just use it to yeah yeah it was amazing i'm try- I'm sitting here thinking i'm there's so many of the toys that i played with that are they've come back around yeah i think like figures and all that stuff i just think 
that for your example, the talk boy and, and I don't know if there would be anything like that anymore because no. kids just have cell phones. They now. have a cell phone they can record yeah. stuff into they can play and apps manipulate. On. And... Rupert just really wants to get in this episode. Yeah. If you can't hear him, he's just barking up a storm yeah, right he's, now. He's very needy. <laughs> I was thinking of a board game when you brought up that. I I was thinking of thirteen thirteen Dead in Drive. I vaguely remember that. It sounds it was familiar. Almost like a murder mystery board mm. game. And I that one I really liked. Yeah. There's so. definitely a lot of board games that probably came out in the 90s mm-hmm. that don't exist anymore, like oh, yeah. Don't Wake Dad or something. I never have played that, but yeah. I remember the commercials because mm-hmm. they were so overly cheesy. So cheesy. Uh, so. My cousin always had all of the board games. She, yeah. It was just like a closet full. We had a ton. We definitely were not lacking in the board game We department. had a bunch of classic ones, mm-hmm. but for the hip cool 90s ones like pretty pretty princess and stuff like i didn't have that no other than dream phone that was the number one was there any snacks i'm sitting here it's hard because i don't snack much anymore that's true so i don't know what's still available but like so healthy one that i thought of that i don't know if it's still available but i loved as a child was uh-huh. gushers yes it they they exist they still exist okay yeah. well but i think now for the most part, a lot of people are aware of the type of food, processed food that they're putting in their kids' bodies. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think our parents nah, didn't here, really know better. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're trying to eat healthy. Let's eat Snackwell's cookies. Mm-hmm. Like, those are good That'll for be, you. It's it's good for you. It's I'm on a diet. I'm going to eat these Snackwell cookies mm-hmm. that still taste delicious because they have a bunch of sugar in them. One of the ones that it almost went away for a hot minute it did go away because the company had issues was hostess went away for like a real hot minute and i was like we're getting rid of twinkies saddest day of my life yeah luckily they came back around and you don't eat twinkies at all even when we weren't even eating trying to eat healthier it was my big snack if i was going to grab something at a gas station it was always a twinkie or a ho-ho so i will say i could probably talk about snacks all we should just (laughs) Start a snack podcast. Snack podcast. I will Snackin say in junior... With Ryan and Ashley. In junior high, we had a vending machine um, on the high school side. I went to a K through 12 school, so it's it's an experience. If, Big up to Montana. Yeah, if, if you've ever been to a K through 12 school, then definitely you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, so there was this one vending machine, and every lunch I would go downstairs to the vending machine and get shock tarts. Ooh. At the time, I think they, no, or they changed their name to Shockers, but they used to be called Shock Tarts or the other way around. I can't remember. That sounds right. But I was obsessed with those things and I would always buy them right before lunch was over and mm-hmm. then I'd have to go to eighth grade algebra class and I'd be sitting there, they would be in my pocket and I'd be like Sneaking trying to. Shock Tarts. Yeah. But, but then they're super sour. So of course I made, you know, the sour mm-hmm. face. It was not sly. You know which one that I just thought of that I loved when I was like an uh, early teen? Fruitopia. Yes, I was going to talk about that because that does not exist anymore. No. I'm pretty sure. I, w- I would love to see the sugar content. It's the leading cause of diabetes amongst 30-year-olds. <laughs> oh they drank way too much Fruitopia as a child. <laughs> it was so good, but I do think there was like 70 grams of sugar. I, I would hope so because I just even the name brings back how sweet that shit was yeah i 
probably I can account for forty cavities in my mouth directly <laughs> associated with Fruitopia. But man, uh, was it good! Yes. Let us know if uh, if there's a snack or yeah. you agree with any of our. Let us know on our Facebook page Throw or some. Instagram. And you know what I love? I love toys. Please, if there's a toy you can think of that was awesome, throw it in there. It'll... Yeah, and if you're if you're from our generation, you know, Ooh. born in the 80s, mm-hmm. grew up in the 90s. Damn straight. In early 2000s. Should we move on to our next question? Awesome question, Alicia. Thank you for the trip down memory road. Not lane. Road. Memory road. <laughs> Just like Abbey Road, the road, road to perdition, and revolutionary road. All movies with the word road. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Our friend Daniel sent us a couple questions. Mm-hmm. The first one is, why does Kristen Stewart keep getting jobs? Oh, my God. I honestly, I have no idea. She has the charisma of a wet potato sack. I will say, I try to give her credit because I have heard, I haven't seen all of her movies. No. I have heard she has done good in certain movies. I Some might even it. say she did well in certain nope, movies. Nope, just good. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't mind her in The Runaways. I only saw that movie once. Mm. That was Joan okay. Jett. Yeah, it was okay. But I will say, watching re- more recently watching the preview for Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. in the very beginning she's punching a guy in the face and she's yelling to him. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but hear... Bella's voice. Yeah. And there's a scene in one of the Twilight movies where she's yelling. I think it's when she's, it's the last movie. She's yelling at Jacob because she found out that he had imprinted on on her child. On her child. And her anger was just not that great, the acting. Mm-hmm. And that's what it reminded me of. So I feel bad because I can't not help but think about mm-hmm. that she was just Bella yelling. Those movies, those Twilight movies, I'm sorry, are such a guilty pleasure of mine. But specifically, watch them with the riff tracks. And if you don't know what riff tracks are, they're made by the guys that used to work with Mystery Science Theater. Yes. They did the voices of Crow and Tom Servo. Tom Servo and then Mike Nelson, who yeah. was the the lead after the original creator left. And they just make fun of the movie. Yeah, it's basically Mystery Science Theater, yeah. but you just play We're... it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really easy to do now with like an Alexa. Yes. And those things. It makes those movies so enjoyable. I could watch Twilight with the riff track once a year and really enjoy it. It's definitely a guilty pleasure. And I think it's another movie that I would love to do for this podcast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite fit our criteria of the 10 year i think the first one would yeah that's true Mm -hmm. it's been like 11 but i think i've watched them so much over the years because it is a a guilty pleasure for me as well that i think i would end up actually plagiarizing riff tracks oh yeah making the jokes because when i watch them i think of the jokes yeah yeah i i would say everybody in those movies with the exception of anna kendrick i don't know how they still get work Pattinson is not a bad actor. Uh, I've only He's seen... been in a lot of things. I can only say I've only seen him in the Twilight movies. I think he's 
trying his best to remove himself from yeah that and i have kept an open mind to him being batman yeah and I'm i hoping i, he's I really honestly good. can see him going down the line of leonardo caprio boy that's a that's a stretch <laughs> you, you can't judge if you've never seen any of leonardo his caprio has given us 20 great years <laughs> of film and you're comparing a guy who you say he's been in good movies have we seen any of them no because Ooh, no we haven't because i i honestly think if they would have came out 10 years ago we probably would have when we were watching movies way more and mm. now we've kind of lessened how many new movies we watch yeah. we literally only go to the movies once every couple weeks mm-hmm. whereas when we first started dating we went to the movies every week every week that's true and we'd even watch stuff that we had no desire to watch but mm-hmm. we just wanted to go to the movies yeah because Going to the movies is a fun experience. I have heard his last movie was well, was a good movie. And he's doing another like independent film with somebody else. That... So, like I said, I'll keep an open yeah. mind to him Can't being judge. Batman. And you know, somebody twenty something years ago said that Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic is a heartthrob that is gonna have no career in five years. That was probably me. <laughs> you were like twelve. You know, I, I'll keep an open mind to Batman, but I swear to God, if they cast Taylor Lautner as the Riddler, I'll find the director and stab him. Is the director a 12-year-old girl from 2008? I, I think know. we'll be safe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on. Next Thanks for question. that question. Uh, Daniel also wrote, why do they feel the need to remake any movie? And is Ooh. there any movies that we hate the remake of? Mm-hmm. I might be melding some questions here. I don't there. know of any that I hated. I, mm-hmm. I, I saw the Ghostbusters remake, and it really wasn't a remake. It was almost a reboot. Of yeah, a, taking I Taking it in a, a different reboot. direction. I can't think of any that I hated. The only ones I sit here and I go, I don't know why they keep doing a live action. I don't know why Disney feels a need to make a live action of every one of their movies. I agree. Other than it's a cash grab. It is. They're taking a movie that has a massive built-in audience and making a movie knowing it's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, for sure. And I've enjoyed the ones that I've seen. I, I liked Beauty and the Beast. I actually enjoyed the Aladdin one, which I was really worried about. I'd like to see The Lion King, but that's I don't I don't understand other than it's it has a built-in audience, so it'll make me money. I think when they remake movies, I would hope that they think that they are going to improve on them. Mm-hmm. I've always been, and I've said this numerous times, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, but I've said it just in life, mm-hmm. that I don't get butt hurt when they remake things. Mm-mm. If you love something enough, then it, it shouldn't matter if they remake it and it, it does terrible. To me, it's not going to ruin the original. No. When they did that whole dirty dancing thing on TV with like Abigail Breslin, I didn't even watch it because I was like, it's fucking dirty dancing. You can't touch that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get butt hurt, and nobody. I mean, does anybody actually remember that remake? That's the other thing. No. Or when people were freaking out about Ghostbusters, yes, it would be nice if they remade a Ghostbusters with the original cast. Yes. Or played upon it, which I think they are going to now, mm-hmm. right, with Paul Rudd. But it did it affect it. The it original didn't make for me think any less of the original movie, and no. that's how I feel about any remake. I I never saw the Ocean's Eleven the original right but i can't imagine it was better than the remake with brad pitt and no because we said we've said several times that 
our standards of movies gotten better with the technology. Mm-hmm. And there's times where I watch a really old movie and there's weird edits or they just end a scene abruptly mm-hmm. and they don't explain things. And I think that's the only thing that drives me insane about watching some older movies. Like, I'm talking older than the 1980s. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, the technology and more modern things that they have done with movies has does improve things. Yeah. And then I'm just... I don't even know where I'm going with this. But I don't know. Just don't let shit bother you no. as I, much with the remakes. Take them for what they are. And in a lot of cases, it's a way to go revisit whether it's a... A setting that you really enjoyed mm-hmm. as a kid like I, I love harry potter and i love hogwarts and fantastic beasts is a nice way to go revisit those places that i really enjoyed and it's another way of going around it like star wars they're such a vast world yeah some are that people just want to explore more yeah. of and some of them are really good and some of them aren't so great but i will still, say they're enjoyable. like the last fantastic beast was not the best no but it was still I don't know. It was still that world, so yeah. I still liked it. Yeah, same. I'm not picky when it comes. No. But, I mean, I am picky with some things, but it's just with remakes, I just know if something... If they ever remade The Goonies, I'll watch it, but it's not gonna... If it sucks, it's not gonna take away It'll how the original It'll just make me go watch me. the original again. And they're remaking one of my favorite movies of all time, West Side Story. Yes. And I'm actually really excited for it, because I think... It's in good hands. Steven yeah, Spielberg's going to make it. Yeah, and I think musicals, to me, because there's even people that bitch about when they do the live musicals on network television, and I'm just thinking, you know, they do Broadway plays all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not a remake. That's just what Broadway plays are meant to be performed over and over again. Yeah. So that's not any different to me, mm-hmm. having a live action on NBC. That's just making plays more accessible to people because there's a lot of work that goes into it Mm -hmm. so i don't know that's just my take on it yeah hey guys we want to talk to you a little bit about the podcoin app yes the podcoin app it pays you to listen to ruining our childhood as well as your other favorite podcasts you can use the podcoin you earn to claim gift cards for some of your favorite stores what starbucks check Amazon? Correct. Target. Seriously, guys, this is pretty legit. Join the PodCoin app today on iPhone or Android. And I said join, but I meant download. You've got to download And use code RUINING to get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. That's 300 PodCoin for using R-U-I-N-I-N-G. That's how you spell ruining, just in case you don't know that. Yes. So if you're basically listening to podcasts all day anyways while you're working or driving or doing anything, might as well make some money off the deal. Am I right? Yeah, totally. I mean, free coffee for something you're already doing sounds fantastic. It does sound fantastic. (laughs) Take a shot. So go give the PodCoin app a try today. And also don't forget to listen to Ruining Our Childhood and make some money, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Should we move on? Yes. The next question is, and this kind of goes with your favorite movie, but there might be a different one. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is a movie that you can stop and watch if it's on TV no matter what, or just some movie that you can watch a number of times? Just pick it up right where it's playing. Uh, For me, it's Goonies. 
if Goonies is on TV, I don't care if it's 30 minutes into it, I miss the beginning, I'll stop and watch it. The other one is, and I miss these days where the, when Freeform would do Harry Potter Weekends. Yeah. I can flip that on. It's in the middle of a movie. I've seen them enough times. I can just pick it up right where it's at and enjoy it. Yeah. So those are, those are definitely my two slash nine. <laughs> I would say definitely Harry Potter. Another one that... I didn't really think about it until just it popped in my head. It was 13 going on 30. I love that movie. Oh. Because, again, it, it goes with that whole kind of time travel, mm-hmm. magical kind of what-if scenario that I've always loved. Yeah. So, definitely one of those movies I've seen a thousand times. Could rewatch it. I mean, Mark Ruffalo, first of all. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's amazing. You know what I'm talking about, people yeah. that, that like Mark Ruffalo. Anyway, hmm. do you want to answer, ask a question? or Sure. This question is from William. Uh, any franchises or fandoms that you are not a fan of? Ooh. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I got one. Okay, go ahead. I do not see the appeal of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. I like Dwayne Johnson a lot. He is easily one of my favorite actors and just people in Hollywood. I've been a fan of his since he was a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. But, dude, at some point, stop making movies in this franchise. Other than, it's going to make a lot of money. So here it is again. For sure. I mean, you could say that about every franchise. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have one. I'm trying to think. Because we're... I'm a huge fan of Harry Potter, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't even think of what are movies. What's going on? What are we doing? <laughs> what are movies? Where am I? I'm trying to think of another like fan. There's got to be some fandom that I'm just not a huge nerd about. Because you can't be a nerd about everything, I guess. No. I try. It's hard I try to, to, think to be. Of. Yeah. It's hard to think of, but that's. I've a... never been a huge Star Trek fan. Okay. I my brother watched it a lot. And oh, I'll tell you a story. Daniel just turned the podcast off. Just yeah, so sorry, Daniel. Uh-huh. So my hatred for Star Trek happened when my brother recorded over a home movie mm-hmm. of me as a child because he wanted to record an episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation. And to that I say, he made the right decision. <laughs> you know, but now I don't have that home movie of me performing... For my parents, mm. it was kindergarten. We were performing a Christmas pageant. Okay. And there's this really funny part where I'm nudging the kid next to me because I didn't think he had... The right amount of pep? No. <laughs> I I was a natural performer when I was a child, and he was not enthusiastic, and I kept nudging him to get his act together. Ooh. And that's a hilarious movie that I'll never get back. Mm. All I have it is in my head. The other ones that I was thinking of, it's not so much a fandom... But there's been a lot of sequels to, or a lot of the horror franchises. Yeah. Like, okay, Saw, stop making sequels. I like horror movies. Mm -hmm. The first Saw was interesting in the sense that I did not solve the ending. And I'm Mm -hmm. usually pretty good about solving it. You are very good at them. But to be fair, and to credit myself, you kind of discount the guy that's dead in the middle of the floor. Spoiler alert. You know? Yeah. Touche. Touche. But I don't like a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like gore for the sake of gore. To me, there's no reason. I would rather be scared from something really simple and unique Mm -hmm. versus just a bunch of blood. That being said, I love Quentin Tarantino, and I think what he does is amazing, but... Yeah, but I remember we tried to watch the Rob Zombie... Halloween. Halloween. And I had to turn it off. We turned it off after about 10 minutes, and I really... I like Rob Zombie a lot. I like his music, and I just could not get into that movie. I just... I can't... Also, I can't do anything with, like... I I think I remember specifically there was something about the fingernails. fingernails. Yeah. And uh, I can't... No. No. No, that's gross. I can't see anybody's re- fingernails being removed mm-hmm. or... I'm pretty sure there's a scene in Black Swan that was kind of like that. And I was yes. like... Yes. It just makes me want to throw yes, up. I'm going to throw up right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my nightmare. Ready to move on to the next question? Yes. Our next question comes from Sandy. And she wrote a great one. Besides... Nicholas Cage. Name an actor you do not like. And I want to go on record as saying we gave Nicholas Cage an award, and that's because I do like Nicholas Cage. I have not seen really anything he's done in about 10 years because it I'm sure it's all crap. But he has made good movies. Yeah. It was more it was gonna be funny to make that joke about. <laughs> Obviously we've done Gone in 60 Seconds, so we've mm-hmm. done one of his movies. Yeah. He just has this thing about him that i find a little cheesy yeah and very cheesy when he screams yep or he has to show any sort of emotion but i think he actually is good at delivering kind of comedic lines Mm -hmm. he can come off as kind of like a sarcastic jerk and i do like that about him yes but i mean it's kind of just a joke because if you've ever seen like community there's that episode in the later seasons where they take a nicholas cage Mm -hmm. class and the teacher's like, don't watch more than like three movies at a time because you'll go full Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and then Abed just goes crazy and... Just loses his mind. Just starts screaming like Nicolas Cage. I, uh. I actually thought of somebody who I'm not a fan of and I think there's a lot of people that like her. I've seen a couple things that I of hers that I have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it would be Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. And a lot of it has to do with, as I've heard people that she's worked with say what a you know pretentious jerk she is on set specifically matthew mcconaughey which you think is probably like one of the nicest people in the world yeah you don't hear people badmouth him but he said like how what an unenjoyable experience it was to work with her and i want to say hugh grant said very similar things about her yeah at least for me makes me not interested in being a fan of their work or going out of my way to watch anything they make that's true one thing of hers that i can think of that i'm a fan of is hocus pocus yes another movie we'll Ooh, never review Spice Club. yeah just not a fan of hers her earlier work probably because she wasn't the lead she was part of an ensemble or she had a smaller part mm-hmm. i didn't mind her and and maybe i think you can see that through the acting when somebody is not very genuine or you could tell they're probably not a nice person mm-hmm. but you know for all we know she's really nice she just didn't go people just don't get along you know yeah but that's not a bad one i don't know if i can think of anyone another one i'm, I'm just not a big fan of his and it's nothing against him him as a person is vin diesel i would have said that until he was Groot. i love him as Groot. i mean it doesn't take that much to be Groot, but yeah still i, I don't mind him as Groot. 
I'm trying to think of somebody that only person I can think of right now, mm-hmm. even though she hasn't been in tons of movies lately, is Vanessa Hudgens. Which I don't understand your hatred of her. I don't know. I just. I think she's everything I've ever seen her in. She's fine. I guess. I don't have anything against her. Go ahead. I think there was a time right after like the high school musicals came out that that she started getting some bigger roles. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't think she was that great. And it might have something to do with the movies that were chosen, like Beastly. Yeah. That was a stupid movie, right? Not a good choice. Apparently a good book, whatever. But yeah. the movie wasn't great. I honestly can't even think of any other movie she was in. The other one that just kind of popped on my head, it was a person that was huge when we were growing up uh-huh. and is not relevant at all at this point, is Meg Ryan. She, I don't know that she, she probably still acts. I can't think of anything she's done in the last few years. She's me, Ryan. She doesn't need to act. Well. Just kidding. I was never a fan of hers. I liked her movies where I I did like uh, When Harry Met Sally. A lot of that has to do with, I liked both of them. I didn't, it's not going to just, well, I just like Billy Crystal. But she was one I, I don't know. I didn't go out of my way to watch her movies. But I think also as I was a little maybe too young. Yeah. And then, uh, as I've gotten older and was really big into cinema is when maybe she took a step back from cinema. There's probably way more I could think of. It's just, I try not to hate on people, mm-hmm. but there's probably people I just avoid or sometimes I'll be looking at a movie on Netflix and I'll be like, oh, that person's in it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch. <laughs> Next question. Sure. All right. This question comes from Gregorius. <laughs> he would like to know what our favorite sports movie is. Ooh. I would say overall, mm-hmm. you go ahead and answer. I'm going to think about this for a second. Ooh. I think the movie that I enjoy the story the most, and I probably could rewatch it again, is Miracle. Okay. Because it was the story of, it's probably the greatest sports upset ever. Right. It was the U.S. men's hockey team beating the Soviet Union in 1980. I loved the fact that they kind of told the whole story that the U.S. and Soviet Union played in Madison Square Garden like a week before the Olympics, and the Soviet Union kicked the ever-loving crap out of the U.S., so nobody thought they had a shot. They lost like 10-3. to Yeah. So then the fact that they went on and beat them and then go on to win the gold medal, it's it's probably just one of the best sports stories you could tell. I think I've only seen part of that movie. Oh. Well, we own it. We can watch it one day. (laughs) Yay. Yay. I would say childhood movie, definitely Mighty Ducks. Oh, that's a great Or Sandlot. One. It's a very, it's a toss up. Mm-hmm. I remember really loving Remember the Titans at the Ooh. time that it came out. I had rewatched it a lot. When I was in high school, the football team would always watch it when we mm-hmm. had to travel. Yeah. Because I was a football manager. And when whenever we have to travel more than an hour, they would put that movie on. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I read something about how obviously... In real life, the coach was not as inspiring. He was a little scary and yeah, almost verbally abusive at times. Every football coach. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I still love that movie. Mm-hmm. I would love to redo that, uh, rewatch that movie for this that. podcast because yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. Been years for me. And, you know, I think it would be a good candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say Mighty Ducks, though. That's a good one. Yeah. Another good question from Greg is... What is a movie that you have walked out of? Have we walked out of a movie? Oh, technically, I wasn't. I was feeling sick. Yes, and, and we left left Babel. Babel. 
Never it finished it. Never finished it. Never rented it. Never was saw not it. feeling very well. And yeah. there's a scene where they were in a club and there's a lot of bright lights and mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna die. That was with a uh, one Bradley Pitt. Yeah, there was a bunch of people. I get, I think Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Was in it. There. It was one of those like. Kind weird of an ensemble. Ensemble multi-story mm-hmm. thing going on, which I do like, but. For me, the one I can think of is. Pootie Tang. Oh, I remember you telling me that. Yes. I I don't think I saw that. Which I think theaters. came out in 2001. Super, yeah. And it was Early when Chris time. Rock was really on top of the world. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed a lot of things he was doing at the time. And I, I'm i kind of at that point, I don't like anything he does now. I'm not a fan of his stand-up. He's very, in my opinion, kind of racist. But that movie was so bad after about 40 minutes me and my brother got up, went down to the box office, and asked for our money back. <laughs> and they gave our money back. There was also another couple that had left right after us and did the same exact thing. Damn. It was such a stupid movie. And all the guy did was say, what a ta. I, I rented it. I watched the whole thing. So, Fun fact, Kristen Bell's in it. I yeah. think it's her first movie role. <laughs> She's one of our favorite actresses. I love Kristen Bell. I would not watch that movie if you paid me. It was so bad. Yeah, I think that was the only... I've never really walked out of a movie. There, yeah. I remember us seeing Epic Movie. Yeah, I could have walked out of that. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was not good. It was definitely during the time where the, they were like, hey, Scary Movie was successful five Let's years ago. This. I think the problem with a lot of those movies that came after Scary Movie kind of had that satire resurgence mm-hmm. they just put a bunch of references in it it just wasn't funny it was just and you think about those movies scary movie was a starting point for people's careers yeah anna ferris is a big name in hollywood to this day started in those i can't think of anybody that's an epic movie that got their start i know daryl hammond was in it i think cal penn was in it too but it wasn't his start it was after Harold yeah Kumar. But I'm just thinking, at least I can name somebody yeah, who was like, in that movie. Nobody in those movies are but famous. But there was, there was uh, around that time, like, Date Movie came out, which yep. I vaguely remember watching. What? Another teen movie, which of, I remember watching and liking. The movie Date Movie, I was thinking, isn't that the one with... Oh, no, that's Date Night. Is it no, Date there's Night one... with uh, Steve Carell and Yeah, no, there's Tina a Date Fey? Movie, and I okay. want to say Allison Hannigan's in it. If I'm oh. not mistaken. Yeah. I saw it once. Sounds awful. But it's just people trying to capitalize on the success of one uh, yeah. type of movie. and But they just didn't do it well. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Scary Movie might be one of those movies that does not age well either. Yeah, that'd be a I good know. one to maybe do a rewatch on. Yeah. We're just going to name all the movies we're going <laughs> to probably do. Are you ready for another question? Sure. This one is from Karen. What? Are your favorite podcasts? Ooh. Obviously, other than ruining your childhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or ruining our childhood. Let me just can't even get my own podcast name right. I'm pretty sure there is another podcast called Ruining Your Childhood or Let's Ruin Your Childhood or something. There's a lot of podcasts like ours. I'm not going to say you should listen to them. They do different movies than us, but Mm -hmm. I like to think we're we're pretty good. Ours is the best. I'm not going to say that. I'll say it. You're going to say that, and somebody's going to write us and be like, Hey, I listen to this. Let me tell you all the reasons why yours sucks. <laughs> but then it'd make me feel like we were doing something right because we angered somebody at some point. 
Too anyway, podcast. <laughs> I love my favorite murder. I've mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. Karen and George are hilarious. Yes. I also listen to Unqualified with Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. Just started more recently listening to Armchair Expert. Yes. Just hilarious. I love listening to celebrities talk about their lives. Yeah. And both those podcasts kind of focus on that. And also on affairs. It's funny because they give advice. Mm-hmm. Which I, I love a celebrity to give me life advice. Yeah. Not so much relationship advice because I'm kind of killing it. <laughs> Winning. But what, what are some of yours? Uh, you mentioned two of them. I, I listen to Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy that one. Um, and obviously my favorite murder. The other ones I really listen to a lot uh, helps get through my day of work. I love um, Something to Wrestle with uh, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Tabs- Thompson, which is a pro wrestling podcast. And then Conrad does a couple other ones with some wrestling personalities that were uh, Tony Schiavone, who was a wrestling commentator from when I was a little kid and eric bischoff and those podcasts are kind of like going back and talking about old wrestling shows from when i was a child so it helps me revisit stuff from my childhood that i really enjoyed so those are those are mine yeah for a while i was listening to some fictional ones when i was commuting more Mm -hmm. uh the black tapes yeah i remember that that one Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons i want to do this podcast is because i do love podcasts yeah and I think it's nice to just be able to listen to somebody, especially if you're commuting. It makes your time so much shorter. It really helps. Or it makes it feel a lot shorter if if you have to be stuck in traffic. Mm -hmm. And if you choose to listen to us, then... Thank you. Thank you for your time and whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is there any other questions you want to do? Um, No. If there's anything else we have not answered or, you know, if there's any... Thing that you want to know about us shoot us a message or mm-hmm. go to our facebook and go to our facebook at mm-hmm. ruining our childhood yeah and or then also instagram. instagram yeah if you have a suggestion on a movie that you'd like to see us do or like the question that spawned a great qu- uh, conversation about toys and snacks yeah. anything just throw it on there we'll answer them we yeah. like to interact with people and we're also just to let you guys know we are thinking about starting a patreon Mm-hmm. And if, if you would be interested in participating in it mm-hmm. or donating to our Patreon, yeah. like what kind of things would you like to see as benefits mm-hmm. for donating? We're open to suggestions. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't sound like a good idea because we suck, then also let us know. Yeah. We're, we're sure. thinking about making some t-shirts. If yeah. that's something people would buy or bumper stickers, something to help get our word out. Yeah. So that'd be good. So, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for participating. Anybody that sent us questions. Yes. We appreciate that you listen and you made us what number? We peaked at number 21 on the Podcoin yes. weekly leaderboard. And that you know, is far and away. A couple weeks ago, we hit 250. I was we were, excited. I was over the moon at that. And then we got up to like 170. Yeah. And out of nowhere this week, 21. So holy crap. Thank you, everyone who's listening. Yes, we really super appreciate it. And hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear. And we'll probably do it because we we want you to like us. Yeah, we we very much want your admiration. Please like us. And your approval. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And next week... Batman Yeah, We'll be back at it with a 
wonderful movie. <laughs> and yeah, have a nice day, guys. Bye. Bye.